0: Hey, what's up guys? And welcome to another episode of Sergeant's Sit Down. Um, today, well, we've got a very special guest, uh, an amazing coach, a great human being, part of the Sergeant's Fitness staff, drum roll. Kenny Ricks. Um, yeah, I know you're, you're probably surprised by that. Great introduction. So, Kenny, how long have you been at the gym now?
1: Uh, six months, How uh, six months. When was your six months anniversary? You know, everybody knows that I'm bad at math, so I don't know.
0: Oh shoot! Uh, well, we let it pass. And we didn't even celebrate it. Uh, so, uh, what's uh? I guess what are your uh? What are your impressions in six months being at Sergeant's Fitness? Uh, how is Sergeant Fitness different than another gym? Uh, the biggest thing um, I think I let people know
1: is that uh, it's more of more of a community. You go into another gym uh, whether it be cross or uh, crunch fitness or 24-hour fitness any other any other gym it's just an ordinary place you go in you work out uh, maybe you'll meet a friend or two but here it's more of a community people talk uh, people talk after the workout they'll stretch together uh, they uh, the part that I really like is that they clean up after each other though it might seem like a little thing but people pick up their weights and then uh, they pick up each other's weights and then they cheer each other on. So I really like that it's a community and people are here to better themselves, but also uh, better each other.
0: Um, so you are getting, what are you getting your degree in? Uh, master's degree in kinesiology. How's that going? It's, school seems like a hard thing. Like <laughs> I'm not a school person. The idea of getting a master's <laughs> is incredibly daunting. It's, It's more reading. Than I want to
1: do. I'd rather read a textbook than research yeah. articles, and I haven't read a lot of research articles except for
0: the past five weeks. <laughs> do you have to write a bunch of papers too about them, or is it just like reading them? And
1: uh, it d- it depends on the class. So I've had to read it, read an article, and write an abstract. So rewrite the abstract that's there in my own words. Or make something called a citation organization chart, which you guys don't care about, and I don't care about, so I'm not going to talk about it. Basically, just pull information off of the
0: article and put it in this chart. So, what? uh, So, so why did you choose? Why did you choose this sort of field of study?
1: Um, I actually had um, a class the other day. Um, Another guy came in and made us uh, basically. It was a reflection period of why we're here and what we want to do with our degree. So it made me think why why I'm here. And I think the biggest reason is because in my undergrad, I took two kinesiology classes and they came easy to me. It was memorization. I really liked it. And so that's what made me go this direction for my master's, which is actually making me think about why I'm actually getting it. So I'm going through that process of reflection. Um, Right now, and
0: trying to find my why of school. Yeah, so I think that's like a that is an incredibly important thing to do. That I think we don't take enough time to do is to we make a decision a lot of times, and then we just like, okay, gotta go, and we we get into it, and we don't stop ever to reflect on our yeah. why. Yeah. I think that you find more motivation when you uh, when you know your why. I think you're able to stick with things better, and then it transforms. I think a lot of times we end up in a place that we didn't even know we wanted to go because we actually understood our why better. Sometimes we think our why is one thing and then we get into it and realize it's a it's a totally different thing. How long has fitness been an important thing in your life? Um, My whole life, growing up, rode bikes,
1: played basketball, played football, um, was on middle school basketball team. Where'd you grow up at? Uh, uh, all over the place. All over? So I went to five different high schools. Woo!
0: One.
1: I went to three elementary schools, one
0: middle school, okay.
1: five high schools. I've got you,
0: I've, so how many is that? What's your math on that?
1: Oh, so schools, that's five, six,
0: seven, eight, nine. Okay, so I've got you beat, I've got you beat at 14 schools. Yikes. But you definitely have me beat on high schools. Yeah, that sucks. Still sucks. Uh, um. So you did sports, you short travel, did you use, like I use sports is my way of meeting people. I think that's that's the reason uh, I played sports. It's because I would come to a new school and I'd start doing sports as a way to make friends. That was really what got me into athletics. What, what was your purpose? Why were you doing athletics? Um, so with that, I was the opposite. So moving around a lot,
1: sometimes you, some people reach out. So I got asked a lot, oh, you must be really good at making friends. No, (laughs) I wasn't and I'm still not great at making friends. Um, I used to be really shy and sophomore year, um, I wanted to join the wrestling team and I found out when tryouts were and I was too shy and embarrassed to ask where the wrestling room was, so I didn't make
0: it. Dude, I have almost the exact same story. First day of wrestling freshman year, I played football and I had a friend who was on the wrestling team. And I'm growing up, and this is in Wyoming where wrestling is everything. And he, he tells me, hey, you should come do wrestling. And so I was like, okay. My dad was a state champ wrestler from Boise, so he'd be ecstatic if I joined the wrestling team. My dad gave me his old wrestling shoes. They are like super old. They don't make this type of wrestling shoe anymore. <laughs> and uh, brought him to school with me. Uh, after school, I go to the locker room. I get my wrestling shoes out. I start walking towards the wrestling room and then I get too nervous, and I completely walk straight past the wrestling room, go to an old payphone, and then call my mom to come pick me up. <laughs> so rather than wrestling freshman year, I was too scared, and it wasn't until sophomore year when my football coach was one of the wrestling coaches that I got oh, brave yeah. enough to do it, I was too scared.
1: Yeah. That's crazy, that's very similar. Yeah, it's was too shy, um, and then I really only played, in high school I just played, um, basketball and football, just at lunch, on a team. Okay. So we moved around so much that I only played on a school team um, senior year. I played football senior year. And that's actually when I was bigger, so I was a lineman. Yeah. So uh, the worst lineman, I'm 5'6", and what kind of a lineman is that? It's, <laughs> that's a, a rock
0: just yeah, in the way. Yeah, it wasn't very. <laughs> that was, so I, I was a defensive lineman and I think it was like freshman year i was safety and a wide receiver but i was so slow that i couldn't ever get into the game and then finally there was a game and we were up by like 50 points and my coach said have you played yet and i said no i said do you want to play and i said yeah so he put me in at defensive line and said okay go ahead i had no idea what i was doing i played and then the next practice i asked him should i go with the defensive lineman?" and then he said yep and just (laughs) just set me there and so then the rest of forever i was a defensive lineman i was always so small so small i my, there's this game, senior year, right? We're playing. I want to say it's Emmett, and I break through the line, right? And I sort of go through, but then the play goes the opposite direction, <laughs> and then there's like a 300 pound tack on a 300 pound guard, and they start bouncing me back and forth between. So they bounce me like two or three times, just like pushing me into each other. <laughs> they just thought it was funny. And uh, like the rest of that week, coach called me pinball because oh, I was just too I was too small. <laughs> Knew, oh, it was way to make small. a difference <laughs> so so how how big were you uh 210 210 210 at yeah, five, five, 5 6 5 6 5 6 5 and a half so that uh that's like a huge change yeah from where you are now what a I guess what uh what was the impetus behind that like a lot of times people have a lot of times people are in in unhealthy situations but then have a hard time going and taking that first step what what pushed you over that limit that edge to make you want to start changing well the i guess sometimes it's hard for people to even
1: recognize that they're unhealthy like when i was that big i look back i don't really remember being that big i realized that i was a little bit bigger um maybe that's why i couldn't get a girlfriend but i was a little bit bigger so i didn't realize i was that big um and then i had uh, a buddy I went to the gym with and we mostly went and played basketball and we played basketball for a few nights and then his dad and a friend were in a weight loss competition and they would go upstairs every day and use the elliptical elliptical or stairmaster so he invited me upstairs one day after basketball he says hey do you want to come up and jump on the elliptical with me so um, my buddy was um, on the football team with me he was a linebacker, always in always in good shape, really athletic. So um, we went upstairs, got on the elliptical for a little while and then left and then did it again the next night and the
0: next night. And I really liked it. So Question, did the elliptical have TV? No. That's when you know you were really into fitness. When you an elliptical <laughs> and there's no TV. You're not going anywhere, you're standing in the same spot. And I don't know if I even had music back then
1: because I had a senior year, I had a phone, and this is for all your parents who buy your ten-year-old cell phone. I didn't have a cell phone until my senior year when I could buy it and afford my own, afford my own cell phone. So um, we did that a few nights in a row, and then um, I started coming, I started going in the mornings uh, before work because I just graduated. Um, started going in the mornings and he came my buddy came with me a few times and then ended up he couldn't come with me anymore so i went by
0: myself did you guys just do like freestyle workouts or were you following a program did you have somebody telling you what to do so
1: here's the thing we only did the elliptical okay so
0: okay i
1: did the elliptical on level 10 so 20 20 levels i did it halfway on intervals uh for 30 minutes i would wear a sweater um sounds grueling Uh, it was it was rough according to the elliptical it said I burnt 500 calories each time I know that's not 100% accurate plus or minus Um, I also did it um, fasting which means I went to the gym before I ate food that works for some people Um, there's not a lot of there's not too much research about it Um, if you burn a ton of calories if you burn more calories than you're taking in then you're obviously gonna lose weight so I'm not pushing it either way this is just what I did So I did that, um, once I started that program, doing it every day, um, I think, I would say within the first two weeks for sure, I lost 10 pounds, maybe even the first
0: week. Did that just like pump you up? It did. Yeah.
1: So I went from, I was wearing an extra large shirt and I was at the grocery store with my parents and I just kind of pulled my shirt out and I was like, oh my gosh. You just could tell. This, I couldn't even, I didn't notice, you know, before I was just like, oh my gosh, this thing is, Huge,
0: well, I think it's. I think it's uh, like everybody needs a you have to find when you're trying to do like a, a change in your lifestyle, it's difficult no matter who you are, and you have to be able to find like little successes or little victories someplace yeah. to keep you motivated and even get you like doing it. And I think for a lot of people, sometimes it's hard to do that. To and it, it goes back, I guess, when we talked about our why it's like you need to stop and take some inventory of where you are and where you like. That's the reason having like a coach can be helpful because sometimes you don't see the change but a coach can see the change yeah. i was thinking it's super cool now with like instagram and videos and stuff you can actually go back and see stuff like you put in your you instagram at, story yeah. like a year ago and you can see like holy cow i didn't even remember that that's what it was
1: yeah it was Not- like notice that notice the difference so um this is something that is really important to me with um, not with a with a weight loss, but setting goals, and we might get into that um, later today. But with goals, so the first thing I wanted to do um, once I saw that change, I got down to about 200, and I said that is awesome. That's great, pumped me up. So I set a goal every week. So every week, um, so once that week got done, I said, okay, now I'm gonna lose, um, I'm gonna lose five pounds at least this week. Um, and I'm going to get down to... Um, I'm going to get out, down to 195 or 190. I can't remember if it was 5 or 10 pounds. I probably started out at 10 pounds. I said, by the end of the week, I'm going to hit 10 pounds. I'm going to lose 10 pounds. And every week, I worked... Literally, I worked my butt off on that elliptical. And it's the only thing I did. Um, five to six days a week. And I, every week, I reached my goal. And it made me um, happy proud of myself Um, I had my parents kind of backing me up and supporting me with it so that was great you got to find some sort of um, support system no matter what your uh, no matter what your goals are kind of like what you're saying you have to have somebody on the outside um, pointing out your successes otherwise sometimes it's it's hard to see them um, especially when it's not just numbers on a scale so push myself every week every week it started to get a little bit harder um, to lose weight because I was losing i lost so much weight and i think the smallest i got down to was 145 so once i got down to like 160 155 150 when i was staying around there which is what i stay at right now about 150 or a little bit less is what i maintain um though even though those that weight was harder to hit my goals became harder i didn't stop. It just made me realize that I had to work a little bit harder and I was and I was okay with that.
0: That's that's what um it's sort of like that um exponential curve of growth, right? Is sometimes those goals you set out at first can be sometimes smart and you start getting them and it's easier. It's always easier up front to lose like that first big weight. It's harder to get that last little bit. Yeah. And I think sometimes talking about how like you had to see those victories, a lot of times people they'll lose six weeks and they'll do like a six week challenge and they'll lose 20 pounds yeah. and then they're so excited about that and then now we say okay now let's keep losing like a little bit and all of a sudden they feel like well shoot now this is a lot harder and they, yeah. they sort of fail and then they end up going back yeah i think that's a a tough thing to do is to all of a sudden find that and then realize within is like it's not going to get easier because usually we like to see the light at the end of the tunnel you just got to say "Nah, it's not getting easier yeah you got to go you got to go got to go so where did you draw your like You started meeting these goals, right? And earlier we we talked sort of about motivation and inspiration. Where did you draw your inspiration from motivation? Or I guess maybe we should talk about first what the the differences are between those two.
1: Okay. Yeah, so let's talk about um, the different, we'll talk about the difference in differences. Uh, Let's talk about, um, I like uh, extrinsic and intrinsic uh, motivation. And then we'll go back and talk about um, where I got my Um, first spark of motivation I guess. So extrinsic versus intrinsic, we'll talk about this. So extrinsic, um, if you think about it, it's external. So it comes from outside. Um, The word uh, motivate or motivation means, uh, the root word means to make move. So in order to make move, you have to have something moving it so this is where external um, or extrinsic motivation comes from is that it's an external force pushing you the problem with this is that it's short-term it's temporal it doesn't last it doesn't bring change once you hit your goal like we've been talking about once you hit your goal unless you have intrinsic motivation unless you've changed then Until you make another goal, you're going to sit idle and nothing is going to change. Um, Another big problem with extrinsic motivation is that it doesn't help anybody else. So one reason why we're here is to help uh, others grow and develop. If we aren't helping others, then we ourselves really aren't growing. We have to help push others. Um, So along with that, extrinsic helps us find, like we were talking about, our what Which is great. We have to start there. We have to start somewhere. So we have to find our what. But in order to change, we have to have intrinsic motivation. So we move from our what to
0: our why. Okay, I really like that. I like that. I've heard, I talk a ton about the why, but I don't often talk about that. That's a mind blown. So
1: once we find our our why, now our what has a purpose because we found our what and it's like, Now what? I want to go to school. Okay. Now what? And this is kind of like I said at the beginning. This is where I'm trying to figure. This is the stage that I'm at. I have to figure out my why. So everybody has a different what. So um, everybody has to find out their what and then they have to find out their why. Um, How society wants us to change is from the outside in. Society and the world wants us to look at the outside um, world and say, I want to change and I want to look like this. Or I want to have this car. They want us to change from the outside in. That's as extrinsic. Intrinsic is the one that brings about change. That one is, makes us change from the inside out. And as we as we do that, as we change from the inside out, it does two things. One it brings lasting change it actually changes us changes us and it doesn't move us from a to b like extrinsic
0: why does why do why does intrinsic motivation change us more than extrinsic motivation
1: intrinsic is when we apply the why so we have our what that's great we have our why awesome But really, intrinsic, to answer your question, intrinsic doesn't change us unless we apply it. We found our what, we found our why. And I think about this in three different stages. What, why, repeat. So I'll go more into the why. Um, When we find our why, then we're able to set goals and make specific plans we set goals and then we don't know how to accomplish those goals and I think this is where a lot of people get stuck is that they don't know how and I think this is where also a good place for a coach where a coach comes in and helps can help people develop their why and help people find their why and when we change from the from the inside out we're able to focus on others and we're able to change without even noticing it
0: so that's a I really like the idea about focusing on others and how that brings growth. So one of the things that I know from personal experience is that coaching has made me better at everything I'm coaching personally. So like as a, as a wrestler, right? I wasn't that great of a high school wrestler, but from having coached and spent all my time focusing on other people, um, I've gotten better. There's, I mean, there's long stretches of a season where I won't even get on the mat. I won't get to wrestle and practice with the guys. But then by the end of the season, I've grown just from from seeing them. It's something that I notice a lot in in members too, is that members that are more advanced, that then take time out, you would think, well, if they're training less, if they're less focused on themselves, they'd grow less. But I feel from watching people that when I see some of our members – uh, take time out of their workout and rather than focus on themselves, focus some of their time on helping a new person that I think that helps them grow. I think it does a couple of things. I think it helps them grow because they're talking about it. I think it gives them a chance to see their own growth so they get, get a reaffirmation that they have grown and they have progressed, yeah. which then helps them double down on what they're doing. Yeah. Um, it motivates them. It, it reignites excitement. I think that's a I think that's a huge thing, dude, just checking on people. I think we got to be people built for other people.
1: Yeah. And also with, um, with taking time out, they build a relationship that maybe they didn't expect to, um, to have before. So, um, that can do a couple, a couple things. Bill, it develops the person who's taking time out, um, to get to know someone, they develop that relationship, but also they can ask that person what their goals are. What they're trying to do, and then they can bounce goals off of each other, and then later on down the road, uh, without even noticing it, then they hold each other accountable, yeah. and then that person holds another person accountable, and then you just have this chain of growth that you didn't even uh, plan to happen. You've um, planted this seed, and then growth starts to happen, and then and then intrinsic um, motivation gets repeated. So. We share our goals, we talk about our goals and our experiences and our successes. Um, we share those with others, and then we reach out and we ask others what their goals are and how we can um how we can reach out to help them and I think that's what's helped me as a coach is i ha- i've had to reach out to all these different people come from different backgrounds. And it's the same thing with teaching. When teaching, especially teenagers, you have to learn how to adapt, and you know this, to different teaching styles. A group of people is a lot harder to teach one topic to than a one-on-one. So as a coach, I've grown by taking information from the outside and bringing it in. What do I need to do to reach To reach all these people so I've set um, personal goals to help others as a coach and I think that's what helped me grow as a coach and come a lot closer to the to the members here is that I've I've reached out I found um, the what um, for instance want to be a better coach um, why I want to develop these relationships with people and help people grow and I set these goals and I make plans I put them into action and then I repeat it you don't just do it um change isn't a one time thing. Change
0: is a process I mean, change is constant yeah it's always you're you're yeah. going one way or the other it's a uphill uphill battle you, there's no staying down U-
1: uphill or downhill one of the way so we want to keep going we always want to go uphill and when we develop this this lifestyle of finding our what or why and repeating it making goals and setting plans it becomes a way of life it becomes who we are and then people know that and then without even trying we inspire people because we've um, created an environment in our homes at the gym that people can be inspired because they see the success success and happiness that comes from change and growth and finding your own motivation um, this intrinsic motivation and not letting others determine your success which is what happens when you get stuck in the extrinsic motivation Um, it's there's no true results in this way of of thinking in this way of life when I have to bounce back and forth of saying I'm not motivated I'm not motivated today it's it's hard and as a coach you find that in people they come into the gym um, or as a trainer you sometimes you have to be people's motivation and one as a coach that can be draining yeah. to be somebody else's um, motivation but it's it's sad and I want to see other people grow they they have to themselves find their what why and then repeat it we, we Nobody else, nobody can do that
0: for you. Right. So it's super, it's super important, right? The idea that, that if you are inspired, if you're having this intrinsic, uh, growth happening, uh, it focuses back out on other people. And so if you're growing, you want to share that with other people. If you find a restaurant you really like, you talk about it. If you're doing something that is, is good and it's giving you results, you want to share it, um, And I think it's super important that uh, we see that the idea like it's planting the seed. So your job, right, is to be the seed planter for other people. That you need to give them a what. Sort of give them an idea of something they can do. Maybe motivate them a little bit. But if you really want to help people, not only do you need to be that motivation at the beginning to give them a what. You need to then find a way to help people find their why. I think when you were talking about bouncing your whys off of each other, talking about your goals together, that's where that really happens. If you have a friend that you're wanting to help with something, it's not only, hey, you should come to the gym with me or, hey, you should do this challenge with me, right? Because that'll give them a what. That gives them something to do. But they're not really going to grow. And I think that's a hard thing that people have. Sometimes it's hard to understand why isn't this person motivated like me? Why aren't they... And it's because they haven't figured out that why they haven't intrinsically been inspired and so they just get going they start doing it and then when that what ends they've got nothing else
1: got nothing nothing to fall back on that's why it's important to get that intrinsic motivation and to go back to answer um your question with uh, the motivation that got me started um with weight loss is so i found my my what so um, senior year of high school, I thought it would have been a good idea to um, go into the military. I was going to do, I was going to join the National Guard. Or in order to do that, they wanted me to lose 20 pounds. So I found my what. My what was, uh, I didn't want to join the military. That wasn't my goal. My goal was to lose weight, and I thought that joining the military was a great way to do it. So this is why you have to find your why. Um, otherwise, you're going to get stuck in your what and you're not going to get the results that you that you really want. Right, and it can, it
0: can leave you unfulfilled yeah. if you misunderstand the why. Yes. right. If you think that this is why you're doing something, you misunderstand a what for a why.
1: Yeah.
0: All of a sudden, you get locked into something that you start doing it. You maybe even start seeing the results that you thought you were going to see, yeah. but it doesn't change the way you feel. right? It doesn't yeah. change yeah and then you can get discouraged when you don't see the
1: results that you that you expect to see, so when I started, i said okay i want I want to lose weight. I'm going to do that by joining the military, so I was gonna sign up um so they wanted me to lose weight, so I started running in the mornings. I ran about a mile and a half, my back hurt, um, it wasn't very comfortable um, and I only lost three pounds the first, the first week, which I mean, three pounds in a week for some people, that's, that's, good. that's great. Um, but for me, I knew what I, um, what I wanted and how I work. And that wasn't fast enough for me. So then I dropped out of that idea and I decided that I didn't want to go into the military because I didn't have that, that actual why I was here because I wanted to lose weight. The military wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't what I actually needed. So I found my what. I wanted to lose weight. Um, I had to find my, my why. Once I started to lose a little bit of weight, I found my why. I wanted to be more comfortable with myself. Um, and then it was just a, a a process. I Like I said, I set goals and I made plans. And that's really where I where i grew and developed is because i reached goals and i met them and again i had that support and others noticed it and pushed me
0: um so let me ask you this question uh it's it's common for people that are are trying to change aspects of their life to face resistance um it makes me think about that uh, quote that's often attributed to Nelson Mandela, uh, where they that is, we are what we're most scared of is our our light, the things within. When we're trying to do something positive, and grow, it gives other people the permission to do so also. Uh, but I feel like a lot of times I was talking with somebody on Saturday, and they were talking about they were talking about nutrition. And about how they, they were very overweight and they were trying to lose weight. And when they would go eat, other people would feel like that person was judging them by not eating. And I feel like a lot of times people, they put their own uh, feelings on other people. Yeah. And so really that person doesn't feel good about their choices and they feel guilty. And that's the reason they think that you're judging them. Uh, and it's like an internal judgment. But uh, when you were going through all these changes, did you face issues like that where people, people felt like you changing yourself was somehow a reflection or a judgment on them?
1: Um, during that process, I don't think so. I had just graduated. Um, I didn't really hang out with my friends too much. I went to the gym in the morning and I worked at Winco and the gym was right across the street so I went straight from the gym to work and I worked full time and then I pretty much went home um and I had Facebook social media wasn't as big uh 11 when I graduated yeah 11 years ago as it um as it is now so there were a few pictures that I posted on Facebook and I think I remember getting getting some comments back like, Oh, you're doing great. Good job. But I didn't interact with too many people outside of, um, uh, my family. Um, and I think my, my brothers really liked it because I had to spend a lot of money on new clothes. <laughs> so it gave them, it gave them more clothes <laughs> to wear, whether it was my bigger clothes or my smaller clothes. Um, so I did, I don't really feel, um, like that was, was an issue with uh, yeah. in my process.
0: Um, if, uh, if you could tell somebody else, right, who is trying to figure out their why, right? So there's somebody who's struggling with, with motivation. They don't have anybody out there motivating them and so they need to find it from within. If you had to, one last thing to say to somebody, that is trying to discover their why so that they can feel internally and intrinsically motivated
1: um, I would say uh, that they need to s- that they should not compare their results to other people's results or progress we have that quote w- written on the wall um, that says stop comparing your seed um, else's tree. to everyone else's trees and I really I really like that quote because right now you have you have just a seed and people have put in time and effort to get this tree and you can't grow from a seed to a tree in a day it's a it's a process and um, I had a supervisor uh, when I was at BYU Idaho that always said that um, trees are the strongest when they've had adversity. So if you look at a tree that is placed in a a windy and uh, a a really windy climate that will experience um, more uh, and different uh, weather conditions, that tree The roots are going to grow a lot stronger than a tree that's planted in a safe environment. Let's take a a, a greenhouse, for example. The roots are going to be stronger, and that tree is going to be stronger because of the trials that it experienced. And I think that's the same thing here, is that you will grow stronger. And we have to remind people of that, that they, they will grow. They have a seed right now, and that's the first place to start. Some people don't even have a seed. They don't even have a what? so we we find our seed we we find our what and we plant it, we find our why and then, as we go through um, goals and um, and make plans as we succeed and fail, our tree grows and becomes stronger. We become this this strong, adaptable tree where anything that comes at us maybe maybe in that moment we don't know how to handle it, but we have the experience and the knowledge um, to to get out of it. Uh, maybe not that specific situation, but we know how to get out of tough situations. And members here at the gym experience tough situations, whether it's it's losing weight or going through a divorce or, or whatever it is. Just because w- we're a gym and we work out um, does not mean that we... That's the only thing we focus on. That's probably... Uh, Top five that we focus on is is fitness, but everybody knows that um, you talk a lot about growth and growing. And um, that is another reason what makes us different is that we talk about how we can grow, not how we can have a harder workout. We talk about becoming better athletes um, in the sense of becoming better people and learning how to push and endure
0: Through, I love that word. I love that word, endure. Something about it when somebody just says endure. The other word, persevere. For some reason, those two words.
1: Some people would say suffer. We don't want to say we want. We don't want to say suffer through it. We want to say endure through
0: it. The that that is the reason the whole CrossFit methodology. uh, One of my favorite things about, not really my favorite thing. It is my favorite thing. Is that I feel like a metcon is a great analogy for life. And that it is difficult and it is hard. Uh, there will be ups and downs for every workout. There will be parts that you love, parts that you hate. Um, but at the end of the day, if you endure and you persevere through a workout like that, uh, you can go out in your everyday life and do that. I always like to tell people that this workout is not going to be the hardest thing they have to do today. right? Yeah. But it will be a great stepping stone to prime them yeah. to face those uh, struggles. Um, yeah. Well, thanks, Kenny, for coming on. Yep. Uh, make sure you guys... Uh, like follow subscribe share this podcast we appreciate you guys being with us and uh, getting through this growth process for us Uh, and then make sure uh, when you see kenny if you have a similar story uh, go ahead and share it with him Uh, later fit fam